Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 864 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. We have a great question today coming from Kelly, but before we get to his question, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks, one of my favorite companies because they help me and millions of other small businesses manage our finances. So come tax season, it's really easy with all the reports. You can get a beat on what's going on in your business and where you can potentially save some money, keeping track of income, keeping track of expenses, but also helping with invoices. I've been doing a lot of invoicing lately with students and things like that. And it just makes it really simple because in less than 30 seconds with FreshBooks, you can create an amazing and professional looking invoice. So you can get paid, of course. And They also help you keep track of who has paid and who has yet to pay and also who has yet to open those invoices, which is super handy. So if you want to check out FreshBooks for free for 30 days, all you have to do is head on over to freshbooks.com slash askpat and just make sure you enter askpat in the how did you hear about us section. All right. Now here's today's question from Kelly. Hi, Pat. This is Kelly Croy from wirededucator.com where I help educators become the best possible educators they can be. And I have a question today for you regarding the use of press icons on your website. And by that, I mean those little uh, gray logos that I see on different uh, blogs that say Wall Street Journal, USA Today, um, New York Times, CNN, things like that. I've been lucky enough to have been featured in a few of those. And I would like to add that onto my site to let people know that some of my ideas have been recognized by other people. I'd like to know your thoughts on that, and uh, I think it's great when I see them on websites, and I'm just wondering, where do you get those, or do you make them yourself? Thanks, Pat. Hey, Kelly, thank you so much for the question. I appreciate you. Now, what you're talking about here are uh, things that help with social proof. Social proof is a concept where you can, based on certain aspects of a person's sort of recognition, Uh, gather information about them. Just simply by the fact that they are recognized somewhere, you immediately start to see them as more authoritative um, because you see a lot of other people following that person. You're going to be more likely to follow that person too because people want to go where other people are. We are a a species that loves to be in groups. And so when we see a group doing something, we want to do that. It's similar to when you go to the mall and you see a crowd of people bunched up in one area. You can't help but want to know what's going on there, right? And so this is where this sort of whole thing comes from, right? It's proof, but more social proof and and proof of expertise and, you know, these things that you put on your website to declare that you've been featured elsewhere is just a form of proof and trust building and authority. And it is something that I have on my website as well. Now, where do you get these things? Well, for me, I just simply made them or people on my team made them. And, uh, you know, we gray them out mostly so that they don't distract from the rest of the site, but they are noticeable in a way where people will then see them and come across them and, you know, even subconsciously consider themselves to be in the right spot. So I would go go ahead and, and make those yourself. You know, you grab the logo that uh, they allow, you know, others to grab, and then you kind of gray it out yourself in Photoshop, or you can use a tool like PicMonkey or Canva to do that, I believe. Uh, and then from there, you can just you can just put it on your website where, where you'd like. Now, of course, you want to make sure you're honest with all that because, uh, yeah, anybody could take any logo and put it on their website, right? So, you know, you, you want to make sure that it's legit, um, but... Uh, the other thing you have to realize is that 
you know, you, you need more on your website than just kind of those kinds of things in order to prove your expertise. They kind of support and help with proving your expertise, but those things alone won't do it. So I'm not saying, uh, Kelly, you would just plot these on, on your homepage and say, look how awesome I am. Like, I think that you and everybody else out there has common sense in terms of how to, you know, subtly use these things in a way that really enhances one's experience on the website and can really prove yourself even more than the content that you're already providing uh, to your audience and the value that it provides to them will do for you. So uh, that that's how you go about it, Kelly. I mean, honestly, that that's that's just, that's very simple, and that's what you do. So uh, you know, check out different sites in terms of styling and how how you would want to do that. Uh, you can check out the homepage of Smart Passive Income as well to see kind of where those are. Um, a lot of people show them up front, right at the top. Uh, other people like myself, we like to show them a little bit more down below. Um, it, it doesn't really make a, a huge difference, but I definitely want to utilize the top portion of a website, which is prime real estate for stuff that really, really matters. Uh, so call to actions, getting people to subscribe to a list or getting people into my best content, that sort of thing. Um, and so keeping that stuff above the fold, uh, is going to be really important. And then, you know, this is the kind of thing that could potentially be, uh, beneficial for you sort of beneath the fold. But again, it's diff it's different for every brand and different personality. So Kelly play around with it. Um, but yeah, that's how it works and that's where you go and that's how you do it. So, uh, best of luck to you, Kelly. Appreciate you calling in and uh, asking a question. I want to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. And for those of you listening, if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show, all you have to do is head on over to askpat.com and you can ask right there on that page. Thank you so much, all of you, for listening in. I also recommend you catch me live answering all your questions as much as I can within the hour at 1.30 p.m. Pacific every Friday. Every Friday, 1.30 p.m. Pacific on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Passive income. And that's where you go. And that's where I'll be able to answer questions and interact with you. So I look forward to seeing you there. Uh, if not, I'll look forward to serving you in the next episode. And of course, here is a quote to finish off the day, as always, from, and this one is from E.M. Forster. In the creative state, a man is taken out of himself. He lets down, as it were, a bucket into his subconscious and draws up something which is normally beyond his reach. He mixes this thing with his normal experiences, and out of the mixture, he makes a work of art. Dang, I really love that quote. That's a long one, but there's a lot to that. Okay, let me, let me do that one more time just because it's so great. Okay. In the creative state, a man is taken out of himself. He lets down, as it were, a bucket into his subconscious and draws up something which is normally beyond his reach. He mixes this thing with his normal experiences, and out of the mixture, he makes a work of art. Hmm, that quote was a work of art. But it's true. When you're in the sort of creative zone, uh, it's almost kind of an out-of-body experience, right? And you're just kind of reaching levels that you would have never dreamt of before. And this is why writing a book can be so amazing, but also so challenging, because it's not easy to get into that state. So, you know, I hope... All of you who are building and creating right now can find that creative state and experience what E.M. Forster is talking about because it is amazing. All right, guys, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Bye for now. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects 
That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.